Hey, one. imagine if you only had one hole. Like a Kuwika? <laughs> so this is the Is It Worse Than 311 Midweek Review. Hey there, everybody. Today we are going to talk about the brand new album by Danny Elfman, Big Mess. And that's our review. Thank you, everybody. Hey. Huh? Get hey, it? yo. Get yeah, all right. It's fine. Who wants it? Go at it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I got um, things to say, but someone go Danny first. Elfman's such a strange dude. Like, this <laughs> album, this album as a whole is uh, complicated and complex. I feel like I can hear his entire career warbling around on here it's also weird that he has this proclivity to like use sort of like hard rock metal guitars occasionally and like really reverby distorted uh feedbacky guitar lead lines all over this thing but um it's an art project it feels like that he's like a very capable musician uh who works in all sorts of mediums jazz orchestra stuff and um He's an old man, and it sounds like he's a—he's trying really hard to rock and be strange, and it's successful <laughs> in that he's rocking and being strange, but it doesn't feel good a lot of the time. Um, I really enjoy his vocal choices. I think it's—I think it's admirable of him to be three different people on this album. He seems like a schizophrenic dude all over it. Uh, the background choral choices are really creepy throughout the album, um, but I really like them. Um, on the later half of the album, those are the, I think that's where some of the stronger tracks pop out. Um, and there's that song Happy in the middle that's just, Whew. for everyone uh, listening, Happy's, uh, it's a almost song. like a children's song uh, that got run through a meat grinder or something. I say meat grinder that like it just starts becoming quite disturbing rather fast and then the back <laughs> half of it becomes like, a bizarre rock song but in the beginning it's like a happy hopping little beat where he's telling us he's happy but in fact he just wants to fuck um yeah man danny elfman's a strange weird guy strange man weird guy perry weird weird guy oh man yeah. where do i begin holy I shit he just did. Uh, he's a weird guy <laughs> he he is man and you can definitely hear like this i i I agree with Robert and like it definitely feels like an art thing because you definitely feel it feels almost scoreish at times. Like like there's times where it definitely ramps up for like oh like I could see maybe whatever. Uh, that being said, it's just out there bizarre. Uh, it, it's on par, I, I'd say. Uh, oh, I mean, he does like uh, Oingo Bongo shit too. So I mean, with that, I can definitely see where he's trying to be a little bit heavier, but still incorporating that fucking weird-ass Oingo Boingo-ness. Like, that's exactly what I feel. I feel like it's him doing... And in fact, like, what, he does the Insects song at the end, too, that's exactly right. an Oingo Boingo song, but it done in this song. fucking thing. Weird uh, reinterpretation. It's just weird. I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, there's a lot of interesting things. I, I feel like... Uh, at times, it feels like Jack Skellington listened to too much Nine Inch Nails <laughs> or something. Like it, like it, it's just very like I. I, I That's a stoop. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, I mean, 
I, I don't know. It wasn't terrible, uh, but I won't really ever listen to it as like an album sometime. It's not something, I, you know, <laughs> I'm never going to uh, throw Rob, it on. Robert and I said the exact same thing last night when we were trying to figure out if or not Robert was going to make it to the show. And uh, he was listening, obviously listening to it as he was, you know, chatting with me. And it, and it was like, well, you know, it's a yeah, it's an album. It, it is what it is. It's like an artistic piece. But like, I don't think I would ever go listen to this and i think that there's plenty of other like old aging musicians that are doing very similar stuff or have in the past like 10 years i would much rather this is, put on yeah but at least this was like interesting to listen to like it was very yeah. like whoa okay like there's at least some changeovers and a couple like riffs that were like okay that's really cool and then then he turns Jack Skellington and start singing. And you're like, <laughs> Crowder, well, well, that's Crowder, one character. I feel like it's only one of those voices, as Robert was saying. There's a couple different ones he does, but there's a couple where even my wife was like, oh shit, is that Jack Skellington? And I was like, it, and it is. is. <laughs> this album, I think, is, I, I, I wanted to mention this, Kick Me is the song that makes me think, of, that makes me feel this album all the way through, which is I Am Stressed Out by Minor Keys all day long scaling up and down and just dissonance all night but like kick me is him singing the drums hitting the guitars slaying it behind him the strings stringing <laughs> everything is fucking going on as he's like singing really fast about the song and then it's like and i'm just like ah, please let me go to sleep you know no. that's, that's the whole album to yeah, me no. that oh, track cue any danny elfman gif at that point and you're not going to sleep <laughs> oh my god so you know like I had to do some research on this album a little bit. Like I had to go after my first listen, I had to go back and like, look up what who's playing and what's going on because this is uh, so Danny Elfman hasn't done an actual solo album since the eighties. And he only did the one and everybody calls that one an Oingo Boingo album. He also did an Oingo Boingo album that everybody else says it's basically just a Danny Elfman album. So it's kind of hard to say whatever. This is the last, uh, the first album that he's done that wasn't a soundtrack since the last Oingo Boingo album in 1990. Who gives a fuck? 94 um, or some shit like that. Something like that. Mid nineties. Yeah. Which, um, in that aspect, when I listened to this album, the first thing that caught my ear was, oh, this sounds like a, this could be an Oingo Boingo album. Wow, that's I, uh, continued through, you know, really well with it still sounds like Danny Elfman. He hasn't lost his touch really in being able to throw weird stuff into the mix of uh, something of a groove or whatever. Um, the choices of metal and modern sounding <laughs> alt metal was really strange to me. Mm-hmm. And when I went and looked up who was playing and the drums too, the drums were like, I was kind of like, why are these drums so aggressive and so forward in the mix? And like, even though sometimes it all gets kind of mished together, once you got all the strings and the fucking alt metal guitar with these badass aggressive drums that just whatever, uh, it's Josh Freeze who Josh Freeze is known for working with uh, acts such as 311, uh, Nine Inch Nails. He's the drummer for the Vandals. The Vandals guitar player, um, Warren Fitzgerald, is also on this album. They're both very, very skilled musicians. Don't let If you don't like pop punk and you listen to the Vandals and you're sitting there going, how the fuck are the Is It Worse Than 311 guys saying that 
you know, the Vandals are very, very skilled musicians. Like you're wrong. They really are. They are like, both those musicians are very successful. Um, and it's some like, you know, proficient metal technical players. They're big names. I don't, I didn't write them down. I, I don't remember them right off the top of my head, but, uh, the whole sound of it to me ends up sounding like an, like a nineties on in King Crimson post-industrial yep. just weird like geriatric metal and uh <laughs> then you mix it with all this soundtrack stuff and it kind of like the artsy side of it kind of comes off like a fucking scott walker album but really for me um and i won't if you enjoy oingo boingo and you like danny elfman this is worth a shot i don't think you're gonna put it on a whole lot but you'll be interested in it and i do appreciate some of the the you know willingness to go into the new age with these sounds but for me most of this album kind of sounded like uh something from the underworld soundtrack like there was gonna be like space vampires or an action movie behind it uh and then danny elfman's lyrics he's always you know, I don't try to think about his politics too much, even though he's always trying to deliver a message, because I don't know if I agree with his politics or not, because I just can't really get a read on the guy. He's so bizarre and all over the place and so in your face with everything all at the same time. And I don't know, some of these lyrics just really made me be like, yo, somebody get grandpa his pill because he's saying fucking weird shit again. Okay. Make him <laughs> chill the fuck out. And some of it's like super relevant with like the fucking COVID and all that. You're just like, hmm, <laughs> this is weird. At least he's on like, at least I can think he's on like, why are people stupid? So I don't know. Is he like, yeah, but like, is he on why are people stupid? Yeah, I want to take was a mask. I want to go outside with a like, mask off or like, like what is he? Uh, which way is he going with this man? I don't know. <laughs> It's up to interpretation, man. It's artistic. And the fact that it's split into two albums uh, that, you know, I had to look that up too, but the fact that it is like, it's two halves of a thing. And you can tell when you listen to the first half, it's a little more artsy. And when you listen to the second half, it's, a, it's still artsy, but it's a well, lot more drums and guitar. Well, a lot of that is just uh, my understanding. Like he was supposed to do like a show uh, and it was supposed to be with a couple of people and they were going to do a bunch of Oingo Boingo shit. And like, he was, messing around with some new shit and it got canceled because of COVID. So he sure, yeah, okay. and his shit started just continuing on. And as he said, I think in an, uh, in an interview uh, that once he started, he just couldn't stop and ended up with like 18 fucking <laughs> tracks. So uh, on, arranging it for, however he does. Yeah. My notes for love in time of COVID. Said, <laughs> Edgy spin doctors. I want to see your skin. I want to see your skin. You're like, what? Oh my God. What is with you, man? Like, who hurt you, Danny Elfman? Or did you hurt them? Like, if he, I thought that was the best song on the album. And because of when he gets to the part where he's saying love in the time of COVID, and it's like, love in the time of COVID. And then in the background, there's like a knob twiddling bass thing that sneaks in. And it's just like, it's like a tight little electronic moment. And I'm like, why is this in this song? And what was your your thought process to add that? But that moment is like really clear and crisp to me. But uh, well, that's that's also the song that uh, has. A, I want to have sex. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love his 
I want to see your without your clothes on. I want to see your skin. I want to see you without I mean, your skin on. And you're like, wait, youth what? is wasted on the motherfucking youth and happy. Uh, yeah, he says he says stuff like, uh, "You want to play with me? Take a bath and uh, cyanide. You want to play with me? Take a bath and cyanide." Like, all right. So dumb. It's so it's, dumb. That's a the youth, what, the youth native intelligence even, or something. Like, the the fucking youth moment where he's like, but it's like youth is for your mother youth is for the mother youth is for the motherfucking <laughs> like what or like whatever he says you know like the fucking he keeps saying mother and then like just forces the f word in there like motherfucking it's is it, so weird is it supposed to tiny be tiny insects on, in my pants insects make me want to dance also that's one of the lines off of insects I mean, this album is full of hilariously well, ha- outrageous wa- moments. Dude, the original uh, Insects is fucking wacky, so it, it's very interesting. I didn't realize that was that's a cover of his own song. Yeah, it's yeah, an it's, Oingo it's Bongo, an Bongo track, Bongo. and it's okay. so uh, wacky. It's like you can hear like a like a an insect kind of buzz around, like as the track plays, kind of like I don't know how they're making the effect, but it's to the effect of a, an insect. But uh, it, it's. Uh, it's odd. <laughs> uh, and Perry, yes, there is definitely a Trump sample. In yeah, this like album. I was like, yeah, wait, what the fuck? I just like, sometimes I like making using yourself that relevant. The, yeah, I again, I don't know if he's using in that. I, in the... I don't know that he knows. That's what I think he's just kind of like, hey, this is relevant, right? Yep. <laughs> hey, he's uh, making a statement. That, that guy's still a thing, right? Okay, all right, so anyways, this next song is about how I'm happy. So get out the drum machine. I wanted to go oomts, 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 oomts. Okay, so we got the oomts, oomts going. And that's going to get really, really weird. And obviously I'm not happy, but I'm going to sing about being happy and maybe fucking. I'm going to say fuck a lot. Yeah, he drops oh, the F-bomb a lot, and it's awkward. Like, <laughs> it, it doesn't flow well it just comes off super creepy you know <laughs> so also uh back to insects robert the original insects doesn't have any of that stuff in there about old white men that's new that's <laughs> okay. all that that is all added in there um so that's for your pleasure i guess that's there you, there you go there you go guys you. Yeah, you got some commentary on old white men from an old white man there you go <laughs> So this is, it's like an it's like a Bill Burr arts experiment. Oh, fuck! I mean, I got the sense that he's like at least left, not like he's not like I think he's more left than centrist, but he's oh, definitely yeah, not sure. right. Like, choose your side is like, how did we oh, end up can, here? You yeah. know, the one with the Trump the Trump track that's like outrageously, obviously political because he started it off with Trump saying things, um, and it's talking about being like <laughs> one of the lyrics are. Are we just some driftwood waiting for a current to abandon us into resignation? Which to me is like, yeah, all right. You're saying that like this is just is this just happening to us or are we happening to it? I get it. Well, sure. Uh, but I mean, he's saying that Trump is something that's happening to you. So I mean, you know, what is America is like a question a lot of a lot of uh, boomers are asking because their their America's gone, but it's like the America they helped like certainly build with blood. But you know, whatever. Thanks, boomers. I don't know. Thanks. I feel like it's definitely uh, I am fourteen, and that is deep type of thing. <laughs> that's how I. That's how it came across to me too. Yeah, <laughs> like okay. Like. Um. Well, what what are we calling it? Um. 
in as as a in terms of a project, I'll give it down. In terms of will, <laughs> in terms of listening to it ever again, I'll give it fucking mixed up, homies. <laughs> Weirdly enough, I was in the exact same boat where I was like, man, for like you know, a weird oh, yeah. like one-off art long art project thing i guess i'm down but like man this is kind of all mixed up when i go back and listen to it and i just so i'm gonna give it beautiful disaster just to be nice and call it even ground uh it's not worse than 311 i don't think perry uh but see this just comes stupid because i literally was thinking the same goddamn thing uh, <laughs> no, so that's good that's good we're on a even kilter here yeah, because it's, this it's album great. Is. Like, if one listened to, like, if I had never listened to that and listened to it on, like, acid, it'd be a very interesting trip. That Absolutely. being said, now that I've listened to it, I probably won't do that because I'm like, nah. <laughs> Snow probably is about it. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, definitely. I don't know. I'm going to probably be with Crowder on that and just split the difference. Cool. Beautiful disaster. Yep. It's- it's a it's a strong all mixed up is what it is. <laughs> like it's like the strongest all mixed up could ever be. <laughs> and it just gets that extra boost because it's like okay okay I see what you're doing, fucking weirdo. Oh man, he's fucking weird. Well, so, so creepy. W- that that's what we chose for the week. Of course, we always look at other things. Uh, Islands had a new album called. Islomania. I might be pronouncing that wrong. I say that a lot. I don't give a shit. Fucking, uh, correct my grammar, internet. Come on, somebody. Fucking, uh, I think uh, on one of these episodes, like way later on, I say something like, I say something about a Christopher Nolan movie being a Zack Snyder movie. And like, I don't even give a shit. I don't know what, I don't know who I'm talking about. I'm just drunk and like being mad about directors. <laughs> and like, some, like somebody's got to correct me on something sooner or later. Cause I just talk out my ass the whole time. Fucking, oh, Ace Ventura uh, style too. Yeah. Like my microphone smells bad. Uh, <laughs> the fucking islands, you know, whatever. It's like funky. It's like not funky. It's indie. And I, uh, Robert put it best when he said, it sounds like what islands would be doing right about now. If you were in a mall, it would probably sound great. You know, um, King Forever Gizzard 21. The, yeah, for, absolutely. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard uh, put out another new album again. It gets tiring saying that Butterfly 3000. I just want to mention it because if anybody's a fan of this band like I am, they might be caught off guard by the fact that this is a indie pop album. It's butter gum, like psychedelic bubble gum. It's whatever. It's real middle range. It kind of harkens back to their earlier stuff. So if you like early King Gizzard and maybe not so much of the shredding guitar, heavy, badass King Gizzard, I don't know why. Uh, you know, go check this one out. Otherwise, you know, it's, uh, it's fine. It's psychedelic. I think this is probably the best album that I listened to this week. And like low key is probably one of the better albums that I've listened to in a while. I, but it's still not really my thing. The Dean Blunt uh, brought a sequel to his black metal album, Black Metal 2 and Lo-Fi Soul. Uh, I thought this was really cool, actually. If you like sit down and listen to it, everything being really minimal and like some of it sounds like it's not tuned right and not played right but really interesting take on that kind of music uh, worth checking out and then the one that we almost 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 reviewed uh shit kid 
put out a new album called and I I don't I'm not Swedish. I can't pronounce this. I can't You're pronounce Swedish. this. I can't pronounce this one bit. Sort Sirgemel. Sirgemel. I don't know. Uh, if you don't <laughs> yeah, know what Shit Kid is, Shit Kid is a weird... It's like if, if you wanted to listen to all of your 90s tapes by like garage grunge bands but like cut up and recorded way way worse and for some reason you like that better it makes that better it does make that better this album's fucking great if you've listened to shit kid before and you know that you're gonna get some weird cut up fucking lo-fi recording qualities and sometimes there's gonna be like strange things happening with the recording uh that maybe sooner or later comes into some kind of like actual song uh, this this album is definitely a little more '90s, low grunge, dirty, slow rock stuff. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, don't play it for your mom or anything. It's charming in its simplicity, in a way. You know, like the like the chord progressions and stuff are like not too busy. It's like it's it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that, that that's about all we got for you, huh? Yeah. Guys, anything? Uh, tune in next week. We'll be talking about... I didn't write it down. I think it's Leon Redbone. <laughs> I made notes and forgot to write it down because I don't care. I think it's Leon Redbone. Uh, next week for the podcast? For the, for the, the... For on, the, on, the sun, on Sunday. Sun, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. On Is It Worse nice. Than 311. It's going to be... Um, oh, it might be the Aquabats. Aquabats. It's the, it's the Aquabats. We're talking about it's us. Oh, it's these Aquabats. Yeah, Leon Redbone. Have Steve. fun with yeah. that. With the Bat Commander. Uh huh. That's a. We're gonna talk about some ska. So bring some uh, checkerboard shoes. You know, we're gonna skank and shit. Pizza party. We're gonna have a pizza party. Who we are? Fight some, yes. fight some evil. Hey man, you had me at pizza. Pool party, baby. Pool and pizza. Oh, You're gonna get cramps. Shit. Holy guacamole, we've got chips. <laughs>